Welcome everybody to another episode of Chet Venture Podcast. On today's episode, we get a lesson on humility as Chetan ventures to the flood-stricken area surrounding Monpoz. Monpoz itself is a beautiful town with its colonial architecture, but the surrounding farm and fishery areas were ravaged by floods, leaving the locals with nothing. Yet Chetan was blown away by the kindness and generosity he received. I'm sure all those who have travelled have experienced similar kindness and can relate to and understand this. Feel free to share your stories on our website or Twitter. But for now, enjoy the podcast and cue the music. I was waiting for you to do an intro. I was like, oh, wait, are you not going to do oh, it? We just said that we're not going to do one. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. sorry. Uh, I thought, no, oh, well, we, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, just, you just, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. I think this is the effects of the Liverpool match. The Liverpool match. This, yeah, this, this is one thing I'll never understand, by the way. I'll never understand, um, like, people... Uh, well, no, I never understand strong word, but I, I struggle to understand people getting obsessed about sports and and going to sports matches and like like prioritizing that as an event on the week. Maybe it's like the cinema, or maybe I'm wrong. You know, I I think I think it's um, humans are naturally like a, a, they have like some addictive personality because yeah, for example, my mother she's yeah never watched any sports before. And now yeah. she's religiously, she's waking up at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning to watch, um, <laughs> um, uh, sorry, apologize if I'm getting this wrong, but the ma- Major League Baseball? or Baseball, yeah. Ba- anyway, yeah. The, baseball. the Baseball League in the USA. Yeah, I know, I know. But the actual, the actual. Like, oh, right. The league, name. the league, the league. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. MLB? I don't know. I might get, I might get Kane for that, but. Um, <laughs> Kane, yeah. Kane, and, Mike. And. and on the comment yeah. section. <laughs> no. And, I know, and, and because because she loves this Japanese player, so okay. anyone can get addicted to it. They just find a reason to. I mean, I didn't like football like up until the age of. I mean, I supported Liverpool just in name because yeah. my older brother supported Manchester United, and kind of like partly Wanted anyway as well. So it's like, okay, fuck you, I'll, I'll support Liverpool. Yeah. But never really actually bothered watching it. Then really, when I went to university, then I started probably watching it, and now I like yeah. watch it religiously. Okay, well, yeah, sure. It's easy to become addicted to something, right? Oh, so is, is, is that what you're saying? It's an addiction. There's nothing more profound yes. to it. Okay, well, I get that. I get that. Apparently, like when people I watch football, I've had my fi- my fan on the whole time. By the way. Oh yeah. Oops. We didn't do the 10 seconds of silence to, to, to edit out um, the background noise. We'll get better at this. Anyway, so I um I read a while ago that when people watch football, when when there's like a goal that's about to be scored and the whole crowd gets like hyped up, that's like a fighting moment. And that fighting moment leads to like an increase in testosterone and, and, and adrenaline. And I think it's these hormonal like fluctuations that people um, get into when get addicted when, to get, yeah when when, they, when they, I mean there's probably a lot more to it I mean I've heard I've heard Andrew Schultz 
talk about um, football in uh, he's a comedian that I quite like at the moment and uh, he, he, he talked about football he, he went to Italy um, and he realized why football was such a big thing and a lot of people in Europe he, he, he said didn't identify they didn't even know the members of the team um, but what it was mm. was a rivalry so uh, you know especially in Europe every town every city used to be its own like little kingdom um, you know, in the UK, mm. we have extremely different accents between each different uh, county, which is what we call departments or yeah. states here. And, yeah. and, and they always used to compete for their identity. Um, but now that's gone yeah. because we're part of the same country, but we can still compete through, through football. So there's a bit of competition, a bit of fighting, a bit of... You know, do you think that's a result kind of, of uh, like this kind of heritage, like a heritage passed on, like this heritage... Uh, is that a word? Like heritage, heritage. bias... Like, uh, oh, you, know, that you have no reason to actually hate these people, but just because like your father or your grandparents did, you do as well. Because just because it's just like the culture. of Yeah, it's your identity, it's right? Like, like, it's just something to, I mean, we, we are people wired. Look for that. People look for that. People look for that. People, we're wired to invest ourselves into defending like the boundaries of who mm. we are and what we are and like tribalism right like you know and if somebody you know it's, it's always worse if somebody insults your mum rather than if they insult your friend even though even that's much worse than somebody insults some random and next to you on the street um you know mm. and 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 you know but you saw well, your mum like that's the is, end of the game like you know like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you but, know. but the truth is is that it's that it's these it's the development of these kind of like cultural differences which mm. end up being kind of of uh, rivalries and all that but because that desire to be different creates such different cultures which mm. eventually has blossomed in time to big civilizations different countries and all this kind of stuff that makes traveling the world like so interesting so even oh, though well, we true. talk about it we talk about it now in like in a kind of negative way but just kind of like yeah uh, uh, no, no no but not in like but like more like you know this is a result of these emotions which are not necessarily great um, oh, right, okay, ultimately yeah, yeah, yeah. that is what creates this like ultimately amazing worlds travel around as well. well it's true it's true and it's, it's funny isn't yeah. it this this kind of this kind of balance or this tension almost between differences and coming together because when you travel you can integrating and realizing so many things from 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 you know due to differences around the world right uh it's boring mm. to go around the same space you want to get out of that space but at the same time the more you travel yeah. if everyone started to do it the more homogenized things will become um mm. which is kind of kind of a strange a strange tension there like i i can't really solve for that equation <laughs> it's like london almost, is like an example of that where it works very well yeah that's because we have constant immigration from the outside so we have constant unique things coming in, and when they come in, they start to homogenize and become something London, which, which I, I guess, mm. so, so you need that pull, you need that source of like originality from somewhere to create a new mm. form of originality, which is like, because things like, like, like British culture, even Japanese, any culture, like let's take Japan, right? Or, or India, wherever, like, you know, Japan isn't just some sort of, homogenous homegrown thing it's, it's, it's got india from its early stage of buddhism and it's got chinese um language and and those kinds of parts and <clears throat> philosophies in there it's got its homegrown stuff as well all mixed up some mongolian cuisine in there too you know what um, cuisine mongolian oh so, mongolian oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Up in the north so it's like it's like this thing that we think of as japan or this thing we, we, we call india which is like 
homegrown, certainly uh, a bit Iranian, a bit British, a bit lots of things coming together. It's in Britain, I mean, the language, I mean, what is, what is English? English is not even like made by the English, you could say, but it is absolutely. I mean, it's, it's like 40% French, 60% Germanic. I mean, it, how, how is it that we can understand things in France, right? <laughs> like, like it's, where, where did that come from? So, so you know, yeah. what, what is America, is it, right? And so you think about anywhere, even South, anything. So it's kind of interesting that, so maybe there's a particular degree of mixing and then isolation, like evolution. It's like it's like you need to mix yeah. and then isolate, <laughs> and then mix and isolate uh, in order to have um, new things happening. But then, uh, but then, this thing forming, which is actually in and of itself unique, it doesn't just keep on mixing and then blurring out into a mess. Am I sounding like a, a like like a? <laughs> Like some sort of right wing fanatic. Maybe, maybe. I'm advocating mixing. But also, mm. there are points in time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But it's interesting how these cultures have come to be because all these places like Japan, UK, they've had their moments of isolation as well. Mm. America less mm. so, actually. I'd I think Japanese more so. That's why. So yeah. that's why it's very maybe not homogenous before, as you say, but homogenous now. Yeah. And it's, like it's, you know, you saw. It's, did you see those videos I sent you? Um, of, yes. Uh, the English yes. girl, well, ethnically English, um, mm. born and raised in Japan up until mm. she went to school in Japan, completely up until like university. Mm. And um, um, this other other girl who's ethnically like her both parents were um, African American. And mm. she grew up in Japan as well, up mm. until the age of like 12 or something. And so yeah. felt fully Japanese at that point. They went to the US and, and um, experienced school there mm. as a, a black girl. But when people asked her where she's from, she's like, yeah, I'm from Japan. And everyone yeah. like, I know, no, you're not. Yeah, I'm <laughs> from Japan. Like, yeah, I, that's, that's, that's terrible, right? Because it's just like, it's just like, I mean, I guess, it's also kind of expected like it's in the same way as i say that i'm british and people are like mm. uh but you're brown <laughs> but that, that hasn't happened to you very often you're not right telling me the whole story no i mean even in in, in the uk i would say that you know except for that school, one time yeah what, what what one time when you went to the pub oh and, that okay. and they told you they don't like you guys here <laughs> me i mean they told me to f f off and, and get the f out of here um really? yeah so I, I wouldn't say this <laughs> i would say that's racism <laughs> yeah yes. whereas what, we, what we're talking about is people are just kind of confused on um on on the face of it like kind of okay so if if, if i were at school or something people wouldn't say where you're really from because it was of quite obvious that we're all at school together at the age of like seven nine ten growing up together but like when you're going outside mm. of the uk to other places like i've had my passport like uh, at various border crossings stared out for a long time because they're looking at me and they're looking at the passports it says british and like is this is this illegal activity here because they <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a very remote place maybe what remote border crossing they rarely see any british people passing anyway let, let alone uh, uh, they just look, from indian heritage yeah, yeah. You know, like what, like an Eastern European country or something where they probably would think England white people. 
so so <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know why I think without Eastern Europe. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, it gets kind of remote. It does get kind of remote at some points. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <I> pause. <laughs> Just like somewhere close, but maybe they expected only English people were white. <laughs> So a lot of border crossings in Latin America, um, like for remote ones, like yeah. I wouldn't say landing in an airport. It was kind of like a land crossing, somewhere people don't really typically cross that much. And probably you get a lot of people locally, like from those neighboring countries crossing, but not an international mm. person. Um, mm. Not not a person from outside of that look, like, okay. you know, group so of countries. So in general, they're probably, they're seeing like an international passport and just being like, what the fuck is this? What do I do with this? I mean, to the point at which, like, there's 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 times that they don't even know what. Um, but I've been I've been asked to bribe. I mean, this is another story. I don't know if you want to get into it now. Uh, suspense. But like, I've been asked to bribe people um, at at the border, and and they've looked at the money I've got, and it's British pounds, and they just didn't know what it was, and they let me go. They're like, is it euros? No. Is it dollars? No. And it's like, it's GBP. It's mm -hmm. kind of the most valuable currency. Um, but they didn't know what it was, and it's like, oh, you know. <laughs> just go. go then don't, don't give me that waste of Come space deal with this. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> this involves me having to go to an exchange and actually doing some work to get this uh, money transferred to my <laughs> this money transfer. but do you remember sounds that, like too much effort do you remember that time in turkey when we were crossing and uh we had to go to like some sort of bit behind the border back of the office exchange i don't even know what it was and we had to like exchange your money do you remember I, that? I thought we'd say we would never talk about this incident ever again <laughs> that's, that's another incident at the same period of time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm only joking. <laughs> I don't remember this time when we had to go around behind the back and. Uh, so we were crossing the Turkish border um, from I don't know where Bulgaria or something, and um, and they basically needed us to pay uh, in the local currency. We didn't have it, or in euros or something. That but we only had pounds, and so. They had, there was no exchange of pounds very in early Turkey. in the morning. Yeah, I don't know why, because you were traveling through different Doesn't parts sound of like a very clever thing. No. <laughs> Before um, setting off on a Euro trip. The whole thing, oh no, we just came <laughs> from Greece. Around. Yeah, uh, I don't know how 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 we managed. Anyway, we, we didn't have currency, and um, but we did have pounds or something. And 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 the, there was no exchange office open because it was early in the morning or something, or after hours in the evening. And so so the border people just opened up some sort of shop at the back that we just passed through and then we had to just exchange stuff. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely no feeling fleeced. I was like, yeah, I was on high alert of like, how much money am I going to waste over here? <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I think it was like 30% above um, the, the, the official exchange. Any case, okay. man. I think uh, we're here today to well, talk about, yeah, go on your adventure oh yeah this in, grand uh, adventure recently yeah in, you had uh you 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 stayed with some Colombia. farmers farmers my god mike this is this is this is um, the depth of our friendship right here <laughs> don't even listen don't even listen to me <laughs> wait wait if it wasn't farmers it was 
Um, <laughs> what? I thought you, like you, rice banana farmers say, or rice farmers. Rice farmers. <laughs> rice farmers in Colombia. I mean, they exist, but it's like a, more of a thing in like Asia. Coffee. Coffee. Right, so I love coffee, but this is not the story. <laughs> I apologize. Okay, please tell me again. So it's kind of funny day. because because you've got the pieces of the puzzle. You've got the water of the rice. You've got the planting. You've got the farmer. Was so what is flooded. the what, what is the farmer on water called? Sorry. What is the farmer? Almost so you got you got the rice field idea. So that's all the water, and you got this farmer idea. Yeah, but. It's it's neither of those. It's kind of a combination. This is way where your mind is at right now. I can I can see what you're picking up from farmer our conversation. On water. <laughs> yeah. What 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 might that be? Oh, fisherman. Fisherman. <laughs> there you go. So I was like I was like there are no farmers on water. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Fisherman. So you stay with the fisherman. Oh, and I said. The, the idea here is, is that uh, we, when my friend came over and we just went on this adventure and there's a town called Monpoz in Colombia, which is this, um, which is, which is the, the, the beautiful thing about this town is that it's, the beautiful and shocking thing is that it hasn't had a road until like two years ago. So it's been pretty much cut off from all of civilization developing for hundreds of years. Like it, it used to be, the main port, the main place, it's just an island in the middle of a giant river, basically, the main river of Colombia. The it's Magdalena. An island. It's it's yeah, well, yeah, it's an island. <clears throat> the middle of this big How river. Why is this river? Oh, it's dude, when when you cross the bridge to, to this to this island now, yeah. the expanse of water is hundreds of kilometers on either side. I mean, that's not what? the main channel of the river. The main channel of the river is still pretty wide, but it's kind of flooded like and estuary, spread. Right? No, that's good. It's, it's not what? even. What? No even. way! Come on, Cement. hundreds of kilometers. Well, no way. I looked on the map. The 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 lakes that it's created. It can't so, be yeah. so so the lakes that it's created. So the main channel is not obviously over hundred kilometers wide, but yeah. the the lakes that come 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 off of it um, stretch yeah. for hundred and twenty kilometers, and so you yeah. look either side, and just the whole landscape is glistening with water. It's 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 it's, mm. it's just. Something. That sounds beautiful. It really is, but we're going to get into also, I think, why that's also a huge challenge for the local people. And I think I would like to talk to you a little bit about, you know, kind of like do a sentiment analysis, like how, how they, they, they seem to be happy, but we'll, we'll get into that mm. nexus of, of ideas. The thing is, is that this island, so it was the main place, so the, the the, the British used to steal all the all the uh, pirate ships. Used to steal all the gold that came off the Colombian coast. The Spanish the Spanish gold, Colombian gold, whatever you want to, yeah. Uh, they were they gold were stolen by the Spanish, Colombia. then stolen again by the huh? Oh, so like as like Aztec or Aztec gold or something. Like <laughs> well, yeah, it's oh, well, like more more Colombian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Aztecs were. <laughs> I mean, I just I when you know. I in my in my naivety, I'm just like Aztecs means like Central South, America. South America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which uh, is completely wrong, I, mean, I know, I, but I think, a, a very blanket statement to make. Yeah, I think what was it? You have the big three: the Incas, the Mayas, and the Aztecs. The Incas were definitely Peruvian, yeah. right? The Mayans were from all Central oh. America, South uh, Southern part of the oh, US. I thought they were just different time periods. And so, like uh, Mayans were older. 
Aztecs were more recent. I, I think like what that, Az- Aztecs are what like Mexican. I guess. Yeah, maybe. But we might maybe, be yeah. showing our lack of understanding here. But anyway, so um, yeah, so 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 Spanish used to take extract a lot of gold from South America. You used to take them on ships to the out, out of the Caribbean Sea into the to towards Spain. Um, but British pirate ships would then intercept them and steal everything. Um, so I guess I'm guessing here they came up with the idea yeah. that if if we mint the coins. Dude, British got gold from everyone in the world. Like it's that it's, it's it's kind of a phenomenal story in and of itself. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Portuguese, Dutch, India, you name it, they found a way to to either trade for their gold, take, their, take money. their gold, or yeah, especially gold. And stuff. Um, so where was I at in this? Oh yeah, so 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 <laughs> I think Spanish decided to mint the coins. And like be like, yep. well, even if you steal it, it has a seal has, of Spain has. on this. It's, it's, it's ours. But then they had to do mm-hmm. it not on the coast because it would get stolen. So they went inland into this into, on, onto this island in the river. And so it's a very, very well colonially developed island because it's got all these old colonial buildings and churches and and they had loads of money. So it's really well constructed, you know, but yeah. it was just in disrepair for hundreds of years as soon as the river started to fill up with sediment and they couldn't so navigate it, it anymore. was it like was it similar Stopped. to um cartagena cartagena uh, so cartagena it's 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 up the river from cartagena it has yeah. kind of this colonial vibe but it's extremely different because it's cartagena's on the coast it was a port where they brought the slaves that's where they, where, yeah. where, where they where they landed the, the slaves and whereas Mompos, which is this town's name, M-O-M-P-O-S or X, M-O-M-P-O-X, is didn't really have, it's a very different kind of history. It's more of an indigenous history. So I think it was um, from, so there were indigenous people. So Mompos is the name of our old chief. Um, mm-hmm. So I, if I didn't explain it, so so of course on Cartagena, there's a lot more kind of African influence. And then in... Yeah. And, and it's coastal and the architectures like that. Whereas this is an, an island in a river. It's more riverine. It has uh, the, the Mompos name is named after. But this is where they were. This is where they were. Where they were but this yeah. is where they were um, sminting, uh, minting, sorry, <laughs> minting yeah, exactly. the uh, gold coins. Minting the gold coins. Here though, right? In Mompos, yeah. yeah. And uh, after after they, after Cartagena, uh, beginning of Cartagena, they moved it into Mompos. And yeah. um but so majority of the population there are are indigenous or no like it's more native no it's 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 Colombia is kind of interesting like this because every single valley every single place has its own unique combination of what I call the big big three maybe you could call it which is Spanish slash your well maybe four you could say you've got Spanish influence indigenous influence and each indigenous tribe each place had a very different culture so mm. that affects what you see today african influence and depending on which tribes from which part of africa are brought to that particular place it has a different impact and then like yeah. post-european migration so like after all of this was done a lot of europeans from like germany and came over as well so you got like the town that my wife is from is completely blonde hair blue eyes um Mm. so they're all germanic kind of so, yeah i would assume so but that's just that village but they have named their town after they renamed their town 
after the original name, indigenous name now. Mm. Um, and they're recognizing their indigenous heritage. They're proud of it. It's not, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not like when did they come trend. from Germany? I think they, they, they've been waves for a long time. They've been waves for a long time. Mm. I, I'm not sure exactly exactly when, but there are parts of Colombia which are far more Germanic influence, and you can see it in the kind of the, the face of the people. Um, and there are other parts which are far more black influence, and it just it just varies. And so in this place, Monpoz, you the people look costeño. The people look like they're from the coast, which is this mixture of Spanish, black, and indigenous, but culturally they're different to Cartagena, quite mm, different. Okay. You know, they, 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 they so, are more connected to the arts and crafts of, of the Spanish and the arts and crafts of the indigenous arts and crafts and the music yeah. just has a different mm. influence to the point at which, by the way, um, if you go to Valle du Par, which is another town along the coast, there the okay. indigenous influence is so Which coast high. are we talking about here, by the way? Atlantic or Pacific? Oh, good question. At Atlantic, Caribbean. It's all Caribbean. Okay. And it's called the coast in Colombia, even when you drive like about eight, 10 hours inland, <laughs> it's still called mm -hmm. the coast. Because <laughs> the river is so big. Because, yeah, this, this, this climatic cultural thing that's going on there, um, there's, and there's a cultural unity between the people in that area. So yeah. it's, 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 it's all called the coast, even though there's no mm -hmm. beach there for like hours. Um, so anyway, you weren't going there for the um, to discover about the uh, the culture or the history there. Like, what was the what was the reason for you going there? So, so like, I, uh, I, I I did I did I did want to of course yeah get get our feet okay obviously the, yeah that yeah. is part of it. I mean, because it's stunning. Did you go with any intention? Yeah. So 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 the further intention was I I've been there once before for just a few hours and I saw yeah. somebody on the bank of the river throwing a net off. So you got you got the main town, which is a stunning. This is this is where I guess I guess relevant. It's a stunning town, um, and it comes onto the the the, the buildings are on the front of the river. Um, old buildings in the front of the river. It looks like something that I've I've only seen before in maybe like Varanasi in like India or somewhere like that, where you have these old buildings that come onto the bank of a river. It was in South mm. America, and there was a fisherman coming off at night from 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 one of these old buildings and throwing a net. And mm. I instantly found that is that night time? At night time. And okay. Are they, that, are they fishing yeah. for like squid or something? Are they are they putting lights on the boats and stuff? No, they they the fishing for um the fish of there's many fish in that place so many so many birds yeah. as well but the one that they really like is called uh, boca chica it has a little sucker face mm. but it's really tasty it tastes um mm. it, it is it like a lamprey like do they attach to other animals like, no 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 it's I, I don't know exactly what it does but it's I mean it's a river fish so I, so I think what it does it might it might blow out I'm guessing here it might blow out um air and catch onto, food on, onto oh. the sediment and then when the sediment comes up uh, ah. it can catch food that, that it knocks out of the sediment yeah um mm, okay so I'm, I'm thinking that's something like what it does but but it's tasty it, it doesn't taste mm. like another fish um it's just a white fish it it tastes tastes like a good it's a good quality white fish a little bit oily um it, it has a very very pure kind of a little bit sweet taste from the river water 
and uh, and and its that own taste nice. and its own taste. Yeah, it's very good texture. It's a very good fish. It's most popular of the, of that region and, and definitely oh. worth trying. Um, yeah. So you're very good at explaining the flavor of the food because I was, I was I was getting salivated there. <laughs> like, oh my god, I want slight sweetness to that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. What a Sign fish. me up. <laughs> so you're just gonna come with your Japanese like knife set and just start like you know start oh, sushi by yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so i have to taste it first but yeah but then that was last year and, and, and i saw this and I, and I became kind of curious because um because i felt one oh, there's actually fish in this river, which is kind of unusual. Oh, there's fish in this river that people can actually eat. Because normally when you bump beside towns, it's a bit toxic and it's not so good. Um, and, oh, hey, the, the the guy is doing this at night off the bank of an what, what feels like a really old, I wouldn't say ancient, but as an adjective, an ancient city. Not literally an ancient mm. city, but it like, felt like an ancient place. And it's like, how long have they been doing this for? Is this something deeply cultural to them? Uh, I want to know Probably more. Before the actual yeah. city was there as well, right? Town. Yeah. Well, so 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 the town I think was um, founded by a bishop who was running away from persecution from the Spanish. And when he when, when he came there, I, something then happened, and obviously all the indigenous people were killed. Uh, that's normally how sounds like the beginning goes. of a Pirates Caribbean. Film. Yeah, it's just. How the story goes normally, like you know, in 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 Latin America, a Spanish person arrives, mm. whatever intention, then all the indigenous people die, and then it becomes a Spanish town, <laughs> and there's lots of trade now suddenly. Um, so so yeah, um, but but yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the fishing would have gone on yeah before for sure. People people have been utilizing mm. the water there. So that was the idea here. And uh, we came back and we asked, the, uh, so safety nets are important in Colombia. So just in case anyone's thinking about embarking on a journey like this, when you're in remote parts of Colombia, it's, it's, it's not simple. There are a lot of like um, militias around, you know, in this part, apparently they say it's clean of militias, but in remote, generally speaking, there are militias around. You might not see it in front of your face, but if you encounter maybe a, you know, all you need to encounter is one person or, or enter their space or their house or something. Have you? They can kidnap you. Uh, I don't want to get too into it, but I've, I've come close in different ways. Yeah. Um, don't want to get too uh, into it because it's too scary. Uh, it's, do you want to bring up the memory? Or it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit of a sensitive topic? It's, it's a bit of a sensitive topic or and I don't want I should stop to land. I don't want to land because, you know, like this is all about connections. I don't want to land anyone into it. I don't know who's listening. Um, yeah, land anyone into any trouble. Fair it is. Um, but just that, that's the word of advice. So we spoke to the hotel first that we're with. Uh, my assumption was that the person in the hotel, if they are from Mompos, they may well have grown up uh, nearby or know people. Or, or maybe even part of a family themselves that were fishing, right? And um, and so maybe they'll be able to tell us how to, you know, get out there and connect with a legit fisherman and, and try to understand their life a bit more. So they connected us with a guy called Freddie. Now, Freddie was a character. Freddy. Yeah, even his name. It right? already sounds like a character with a name called Freddie. Freddie! Yeah. Oh my God, my name's Freddie. 
Ready the frog. It's the river frog. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't does ever sound like a name. It'll just be like with a calm, collected person. So you know, and, and he had these, yeah. <laughs> and he had these like <laughs> dead eyes. Like I, I didn't I never felt like he completely understood what we were trying to do or our idea or our concept, but he was recommended by the hotel. <laughs> had these dead eyes. Yeah, you know, you soulless. get those people with dead eyes. Like, yeah, it's a kind oh, of like poor Freddy. Just getting, just getting getting absolutely butchered by Chet at the moment. Like, he deserves it. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Um, okay because freddie <laughs> wait child, where is freddie from from Mompos as well oh, okay so the world is full of good people and annoying people and uh you know uh, really we we we, we okay. found good people in the end but freddie but freddie uh freddie's a different kind of fish freddie was like you know turns out he was making up shit as he went along uh freddie was like <laughs> yeah I can do this for you. And he did a very weird thing. We both went very weird in Colombia. He said, be at this place at 3 p.m. And it's like, Freddie, why is there a specific time to this? In Colombia, generally speaking, there's no specific, nobody's, nobody's, especially on the coast where everyone's very relaxed. What do you mean, be, be where at 3 p.m.? Be, like, as, even if that's an example. So usually, usually like it would be like, oh yeah, around this time we'll, we'll, we'll meet at the, we'll meet outside oh, of okay here so do you like, just feel like why you think so specific specific yeah like 3 p.m at that yeah. at this specific place and it's like but, but why if you've got your own in boat, japan by the way that's not that's not uh irregular that's just no, if, if somebody yeah. said the opposite no. if somebody was like <laughs> oh, around this time you're like oh what's, what's going on here in japan well, like well, <laughs> i need to know that minute under the dot the 58 pass if you're late it's free let's <laughs> <Yeah>. refundable <laughs> Okay, sorry. So you were so, suspicious because he gave an exact time to. He gave to an exact okay. time, and and and, and yeah. the trip itself didn't sound like that well put together. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'll drop you off on the farm with my cousin, and we'll just we'll, I'll pick you up the morning after, and I'll show you around, and you can jump in." I was like, "All right, fine, whatever, Freddie. Like it sounds sounds all right. It sounds like an opportunity to get out there, but come here at this specific time." So we arrived at this place at this specific time. We're, we're British. We can we can we have enough of we we have enough timekeeping in us. To, to make it yeah. place at specific times and um and for that to matter actually it's hilarious because the owner of the hotel was like the other the, the, the other, last last year or before the pandemic we had like 25 germans and there was a time for the boat to go and every single one of them was lining up outside of the boat place at exactly the right time she's like i don't know how they did it she literally said i don't know how any one of them wasn't sleeping <laughs> like, you know, like how did they all coordinate it's so, that? <laughs> yeah. it's so amazing that that is unbelievable <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable it's like, like you like you listen to that and you're like well yeah, like <laughs> yeah, you that's out of time. what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want to catch a boat. So. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. That is just like he can't believe it. He's like, why are you not in bed? <laughs> yeah, why? It's always going to go random, like ten like, minutes. Yeah, <laughs> why is not somebody eating their breakfast at some random point in town? Yeah. They're just forgotten about what they have to do at this time. So, 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 yeah. I mean. Uh, so, so always now some of these hotels they qualify or they'll give you a time and say oh well, colombian time you know just just because they don't want you mm. to like arrive on time and just stand there for half an hour yeah um, getting getting annoyed um, because i'm sure 
like I think I think Brits don't get annoyed, but I think other European culture, I, th I think Germans, uh, I'm going to put my neck out there and say Germans do get annoyed when people are not on time. They get frustrated by it. Um, uh, but the Brits are just Maybe, like, yeah. I mean, but that's like, also just because they are, they're quite punctual people, I would say. I culturally, it's different. Like, like this is an interesting conversation of itself, right? Like the timeliness of different cultures, obviously, is something phenomenal in i mean this is my opinion but in wherever there's been german influence i i just feel like those parts of the world do a lot like economically a lot better i mean you mm. you, you look at the most rich part of italy and it's on the border of austria and it's germanic influence you look at hokkaido in japan that's apparently because of german influence early on too you look at um, America, like people, you know, Americans don't want to talk about their German heritage because, of course, like the World War. But there's a lot of like mm. you just look at. I mean, look at the hamburgers. My my God, like come on, um, you know, <laughs> so, you know all, all these things. Um, there's a huge Germanic influence there, and then a lot of the initial people that that well, I think crucial to the economic development were German. So there's Wait something there. So I, profound. It, since you've said it, I've been wondering yeah. like. Hamburg is a very Germanic thing. Well, Hamburg is is a place in Germany. So, uh. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not, yeah, exactly. Okay, it's, so it's not just like they thought about hamburger. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm yes. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my neck out here again and say that person in America who may have i mean you've named it after a town in germany so this fit so oh. there must be some some linkage there but you know maybe next episode like, we can talk about like sandwich figures. lord sandwich or something sandwich made the sandwich is that true oh, really is that true yeah, i think so there was like a guy lord sandwich or something in england who he's the one who made the sandwich I mean, so it sounds awesome. very British. Like, 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 where's where's the great innovation? I put food between Lord bread, <laughs> and yes. I'm gonna call it after myself. It's like in France. Eureka! Eureka. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, in France, like you know, you know, they 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 freaking came the, the the king over there came up with salt and bloody pepper. Like you know, come on, give <laughs> oh, change oh the world. I I, <laughs> yeah. I I I just I brought three packets with me. I like three six packets, packets of six. <laughs> salt vinegar crisps are the best, and Walker's salt vinegar, specifically Walker's salt vinegar. Yeah, I mean, this but anyway, we are digressing. We are digressing because <laughs> I want to know yeah. what Freddie was Suspense. going on about. Suspense. So we turn up Freddy. at the port, right? The, 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 yes. the river port. Um, and oh, there's a little bit of context behind this, but maybe, maybe I'll, 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 I'll break the suspense on Freddie first and then we'll get into the really context. Um, so, yeah, we get to the report, 3 p.m. sharp, and there's Freddie in his new T-shirt. It's a blue T-shirt. It has a logo of a company on it. Okay. And behind him is a whole boat of tourists. There are not that many tourists in this town. Anyway, Why are these was... all suspicious, though, by the way? I mean, so far, I wouldn't be suspicious at all. Like, turn up at the exact time, I'll be like, okay, <laughs> he's wearing a new T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> I, i'm not used to this because we stuff yet because we, 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 You're used we to specifically we specifically asked for a private thing a private tour like okay. this is completely separate from anything it's just us going out um with fishermen uh, and then we turn up and it's like you know which which means that generally speaking you'd have your own boat 
your own boat doesn't have a time to leave. Like it's not like oh you're you're, uh, you're five minutes late. The sun is going to set in. You know uh, you can't go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we turn up and there's like him in his new his new outfit with all these tourists behind him, and then we kind of end up holding up the boat a bit, which I felt bad for. Um, and one one of the tourists telling us telling him like hey what's going on. Um, and then he was like trying to negotiate the pricing again. And I was like, man, that's not good enough because we don't have the experience. And plus it's not even a discount. And then one of the really nice um, tourists from the boat came up and like held Freddie's hand and gently said, come on. Like, you know, and I felt, I felt like, like, why are you being kind to him? <laughs> He's the one that screwed <laughs> us over. But, you know, I just accepted the fact that they were just trying to, you know, um, they might have known him from a previous, I don't know, whatever. I wanted to. But wait, you, and... you guys were late, weren't you? No, you weren't late. Oh, okay. We were holding up the boat uh, because we were talking to Freddie about our trip. Um, yeah, okay, okay. I've got it. Yeah. Got it, yeah. Right. And, and, then, and then eventually we just let him go. And we thought that's the end. We just thought that's the end. And then you guys stayed behind, right? You didn't get on. We stayed behind. We didn't get on. We didn't get on. We let Freddie go. Freddie was happy just to leave. He just said, go get another boat then. Like kind of in a bit of a kind of like a ticked off way cuntish way sorry yeah right <laughs> and i just thought yeah freddy you jackass <laughs> you, know, you lied then you tried to sneak another thing in and confuse us and then now you're just gonna just just drive off on your boat um and try to get another one mm. so there you were boiling hot middle of the day well, as it's gone, it's gone past 3 p.m. now, actually. The sun sets at 6. And in this period, this is the context I was talking about. Um, it's, a, it's a strange time in Colombia because we have the phenomenon of La, La Nina, which is this um, kind of phenomenon that happens every now and then. Is that the then. same thing as El Nino? You know, they, they, they're connected because they're to do with the what, what oh. you call the Pacific Oscillation, which is this current deep current of water that bounces back and forth under the pacific between south america and southeast asia uh, and it changes yeah. weather patterns and in, in la nina when this happens in colombia it causes a lot of rain uh, and, and el nino is when it's a flood or like a period of like just it um, depends where drought. in the world that depends where in the world you are so so like yeah it depends okay. where in the world you are. even even along the south american coast it's having different impacts. Um, so in this part of Colombia, it causes a lot of rain. And mm. what, when, we, when we arrived on the first night of, in Montpoz, and we're just walking around the, the riverfront with these amazing buildings and these old trees, they have these old, huge trees growing from, mm. from the river, just because they're, they're, they're inundated now by the river. But Yeah, um, how big? immense like hundreds of years old and in the morning they're full of iguanas big iguanas like walking around the trees um like wow. talking about iguanas how big are the iguanas like a meter or something like really big what iguanas. a yeah. meter yeah yeah, yeah. big hell. green like creatures very friendly eat vegetables um very sleepy wow. but but big bright green. iguanas are all vegetarian right i think they i know think so meat. i think so yeah i think they are yeah and even even the one that swims, the only one that swims in um um, bugger, I forgot the name. Um, what's the what, what's the place where Darwin uh, came up with his theory of evolution? <laughs> Galapagos. 
just for everyone listening mike has like this is the point of the liverpool conversation he has just come from a football match and it's probably like nearly coming up to 1 a.m in, in japan right now so that's why, that's why I can't remember. <laughs> um, um, I would love to actually say that that's the reason why, but actually I do that when I'm not tired as well, just like in normal situations. Just like, um, what is that word again? Uh, oh yeah, curry. Um, <laughs> so simple like that. No, that's not my name. Um, <laughs> so. Oh, sorry, Jedan. <laughs> Uh, um so oh yeah and yeah so even the yeah. ones there that they're eating they go underwater and they're still eating like the the um oh the algae, algae or the seaweed the glands glands which yeah, is the seaweed yeah, they spit out the salt water when they come back yeah, yeah that's so cool um so anyway yes continue sorry so i mean like so so just to give you like i i think i was thinking about your question about like how do we know how, give, give me an idea of how big these trees are well they all they're, they're old enough and they're big enough to have um to have stamps on them. So, so they, they've, they've got little markers, government markers saying, saying like, this is a special tree, this is a species, this is what it is, you know. From hundreds of years ago. Of, of like whatever it is, it's just a big special tree that, that needs to be protected. Um, and- What's the significance of the stamps though? The government like marking the trees. Now, the current government or like old, Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know how long they've been doing was like this from hundreds of years ago. I mean, I don't know how long they've been doing this for, okay. but since whenever it's become a policy to preserve, because Monpoz itself is UNESCO. It's, it's a UN preserved mm. place. You can't just modify it. And all over Colombia, they have examples. We're not talking about like as old as the uh, cedar forests in um, Lebanon. Oh, no, like pro- probably not. protected thousands of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, pro- 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 probably okay. not that old. But, but still, like, like these are significant examples of these trees basically okay. there probably aren't okay. that many that you can go see without going deep into a jungle this species this mm. old this big and mm. and so it deserves to be protected we went to sleep that so we we're, were marveling at these trees um at night went to bed mm. we could hear it was a, it was, it's, 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 it was a very good building um it's, it was an old star house it was very it's very all raining during the spirit time as well and and so chucking it down so in the evening just chucking it down because yeah. it's la nina we woke up in the morning man and the trees were gone they were flattened there was a storm wow. so powerful that it the old ones down. the old one of the old ones had just gone and then many many of the oh, other ones no. marked as well. yeah no so we woke up to like people like yeah just just looking at this the, the roots of this tree just being ripped out of the of, of, the, of the bank and we yeah, we we're surprised we didn't hear any of this, but it was yeah, very, very sad. So it gives you an were idea. People were people visibly upset. I, I actually asked some of the guys who were sitting on the bank from from Montpoz, like in the morning, they were sitting having a little coffee, and they're like, "Yeah, it happens." <laughs> so I don't know how many how many trees there were like twenty years ago. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I mean, how many? I guess that's why you don't get trees which are thousands of years old. <laughs> yeah. They've literally got a max lifespan of a few hundred years, but they're yeah. still like so heartbreaking. You know, it like, is. It was this magnificent tree that's like 
hundreds of years old and then next day when you're there what it's there? gone you like it's... the day before you're marveling at the street yeah, the next literally. Day it's just gone. It's like, literally like we were oh stood underneath it looking at his branches going what an amazing what an amazing uh, 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 tree we're, we're standing on the bench trying to trying to read the, it's it's stamped like we we're actually paying attention to it the oh, next day oh my god gone. do you take a picture of it yeah, I believe I have. I can put that. I can put that on oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah, you have to Twitter, pick it up Twitter. and and put you know reference that story. You know this this yeah. tree was like this. So told this how many hundred years old and this is the yeah. photograph of it afterwards. If you've got one of those, I, I think so. I believe before so. and after. I believe mm. so. I'll check. Um, but the other side of this whole story is you show like how intense the storms were. So when we were talking to so so after Freddie left us, we, yeah yeah. It's an annual thing, right? No, it, it it depends, but typically once every ten to twenty years. This, oh, this okay, wow. And then you got oh, La Nina, yeah, El, Nina and uh, yeah. El Nino in between also happens. So, so this part of the world is used to having periods of intense change in climate, which might feed into our conversation later later about the resilience of these people. Um, mm. But, but yeah, and. And so when we were talking to these guys after, so after Freddie had gone, all the boats had also gone from, from the, from the, from the river port at that point, there was no boats left. There was a group of people that we knew ran another tour company because we'd seen them around town. And, and, and uh, we just, by the way, at this point it was baking heat, right? Clear blue sky, but clouds forming in the distance. And we spoke to them about this trip and they said they, can organize it. They have to make a few phone calls to their family to see if there's like accommodation with their family to see if there's any boats available um, at the moment. Because at, at, the, at that time, we had two problems. All the boats had left Mompos and on the other side where the fishermen were, they, they'd already started fishing for the evening. And so the, there may be no boats available. And the third thing was they were really, really frightened of a storm coming this evening. And we were heading out there. They said like, after the storm, maybe you can go. Mm. Okay. But but we, we were quite, we told them that we cared about the safety aspect. We, we didn't want to push them for anything. But if we can leave earlier and get out there before the storm, we prefer that because then we'd be out there experiencing something. Mm. Um, and yeah, these guys were amazing. They're all on their phones, making phone calls, trying to see, trying to make connections, pointing their cousins and this and that, trying to see how they can make this work. And eventually we... Um, we, 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 we put something together, we, we managed to, uh, the, the key was we need to buy a whole bunch of cigarettes <laughs> for, for the fishermen at night so they can stay warm. Well, <laughs> and so we went into town, yeah. bought a whole bunch of Currency. cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. And obviously we, we paid them good money too, like, um, like mm. actually really good money. Currency is not actually for. cigarettes out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it's a part of it, right? It's, it's, like, it's like, a, yeah, it's like mm. a bonus, it's like an actual bonus, right? Uh, probably yeah. a more significant bonus after you pay them the actual money the more significant bonus on top of that is cigarettes um mm. and for, for the evening and so then we, we we end up getting this boat a bus boat across the river so we, we drive up to some some other port there's like a local there's like there's like a boat that goes around the river to like pick people up locally it's like acting like a bus basically and people bring on yeah. their plantains bring on their fish bring on like little like um wheelbarrows and like whatever it is that they need to transport up and down the river how, how big are these boats 
How, um, how many people can they fit? They're called Johnsons, which I found quite funny. Uh, because, <laughs> it's because of the motor, it's a Johnson motor. But <laughs> obviously, okay, yeah. well, it looks parlance. like a big Johnson as well. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty big Johnson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what it reminds me of? You remember, have you remember the movie Austin Powers? Uh, at the end of the film, there's like the spaceship takes off and everyone's like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> it's like, uh, so, that looks like a big, and then Saul goes, cock. <laughs> and then later on, the army general guy goes, Johnson. Like, and someone else goes, what the hell? That's a... And then the army general goes, Johnson. <laughs> so, like, you remember that part in, in no. the Austin Powers? But I, I, no. I, I, I enjoyed your rendition, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Entertaining. Sorry. <laughs> uh, continue, you were in a Johnson. Well, we're, we're in a big Johnson, literally. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, th- I think I think it it, 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 uh, it, it could take like maybe um, I don't know, like fifteen people, like thirty people could get on board it, and um, and and with with stuff, like with with stuff. So and it had a good motor, and it could go past up and down the river. And yeah, we it, it dropped us off basically. One could only describe it as middle of nowhere, and like in front of us, there was like a plantain tree that had been flooded. All these plantain trees had been flooded. Like we were, we were just like it's this weird patch of like algae, plantain trees all around, and nothing else. And we were wondering where do we go from here. So we asked our guide, like, "Hey, man, like, where? What's what's next? Because there's no roads, there's no rivers. There's a river in front of us, but it's a huge river. We're clearly not taking that. There's no boats around us anymore. And it's like, oh yeah, and you just pointed, and it's like, basically, the idea was that people will will come now on boats down a farm, which had been flooded, and that's when we first realized that, oh, this is this has all been this is all flooded land. Um, because Montpaz is a is 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 a main town, right? Like, I mean, it's it's built on an island, and it, it's one thing. We hadn't yeah. seen the other parts of this area, and it's only at that point we realized that actually, what we should be surrounded by is farms, and mm. what we are surrounded by now it looks like the an extension of the river, and it was, but that that's not normal. It's actually all this is all is all flooded land. And so um, actually there was, there was a couple of kids that were walking through this flooded land and they were, they were like picking up like fish actually and they were picking up plantains and, and we had a little chat with them. Um, they were very sweet oh. actually. And uh, But all these plantains going to die then because of the flooding? Yeah. Are they so going to survive? In- I was amazed that they survived this long and they were still producing. But if the rain everyone was saying that they expect the rain to stop in january and the land to dry out again but that's a guess that's a yeah so it's gonna flood even more. wait so they could have like a literal half a year's worth of just constant rainfall it looks like where we're entering because it's, it's the rainy season anyway in colombia now coming up plus la nina will extend yeah. that and 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 it's so it's, it's so apparently two months ago, the water level went down. And that's maybe why you saw seeing the planting there, because there was a little bit of dry and they were able to survive. Yeah. But like, I'm not kidding when I say um, that they're like mango trees and the boat would be passing underneath the branches. So, you know, a mango tree has a trunk wow. and then it has branches. Yeah. So we were up of the branches. So it flooded that wow. much. 
There's and a lot of flooding. Fuck. A lot of flooding. A lot of water. And this is again why they I was annoyed at came Freddy. Into this. Oh, we can get to that point. But but that's why I was annoyed at Freddy okay. too, because Freddy knew about this. He's going to bring us to a similar area. What was he going to do? Just drop us off in like <laughs> like some flooded farm and just be like, hey, here you are for the evening. Um, because he wasn't going to stay with me. I thought he was like intending to bring you on a tour group or something. No, but that's the whole thing. So we'd have gone on a tour group and he would have just chucked us off at some point. That I, I'm, 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 I'm picturing that as his plan now. Oh, and then yeah. chucked us off somewhere in this flooded area and then come back the next morning to pick us up. Um, and yeah, so, so that, that's, 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 that's strike two for Freddy because he knew that this whole place was flooded. And he had the three, Were there three strikes? Oh, there's, there, there, there's a third strike. Um, oh, no. <laughs> and, and so... In any case, our guy just a really solid guy. Uh, he knows a lot about the nature there. He he grew up there. He has cousins there, and uh, eventually one of his friends comes down on a little uh, wooden boat. <laughs> and I I think I'm I'm about six foot tall. I weigh about ninety kilos, and my friend is six foot one. And and yeah, I'm I'm a bit dense. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> ninety kilos. Yeah, yeah, it's surprising because I'm actually not that. Yeah, so my, my friend is like one, he's really, really big and he's 100 yeah. kilos. He's only eight kilos heavier than me, and that doesn't really make Bloody sense. Hell. <laughs> uh, anyway, God. I'm just trying to paint, paint the picture of this small boat coming, this small little wooden boat coming up with one guy on it already. Yeah, then our guide getting on the front, then us two. <laughs> So who's getting on in the middle of this boat, and the whole thing sinks to about a centimeter really? <laughs> on the surface of this green water. <laughs> Did lots come in? Uh, He's he scared. Was he freaking out? Or was he just like my, my, my friend who's like a sailor? I think if you're a sailor, you're much more attuned to what could happen uh, than like me. I'm like a, like a naive kid and I'm just like enjoying myself still. Like, ah, this water's just close. But he's like seeing like the boat <laughs> tilt every single time I make a movement and take a photo. Um, <laughs> but- And he was not comfortable with that. He, 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 he sat actually in like, so we had these tiny little seats like made out of wood. Yeah. And he actually sat on the base of the boat with the water where it was kind of a bit wet anyway, just to lower the center of gravity, which I think was a very wise thing to do. Um, but because he yeah, well, might have just fallen straight out of it as it tilted. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah, we, and, and the idea was um, that we find a second boat. So, okay. so we're, um, yeah, the, 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 we find a second boat. Actually, I think there was a kid on this boat too, and he just poked at my friend in the back this whole way. Um, and <laughs> that is great. That's so amazing. It's yeah. Like, this like annoying kid just like behind you, just constantly poking back for like what reason? No one knows, but just, com- just comedy, com- comedic yeah. effect. Just it's like a scene out of a movie, a comedy movie. You know, you, you're really pissed off already, really grumpy and shit. Just like you get in the back of a boat and there's a little kid behind just like bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and it's exactly like that and and um and we're, so, we're, so, so we're floating down and i i don't i don't even know what's exactly going on here right so i think we're going to the lake at this point and i'm just wondering like are we gonna get a second boat some point mm-hmm. they they say yeah we should get a second boat and we end up passing through well this electric wires luckily the electricity went down the day before because of the storm 
the electric wires were not okay. on because these are all farms they're all feds they're all cows suck. are supposed to be there the cows are now in somebody else's yeah. farm up the mountain up the hill did the cows escape do they, they, they actually have to die? move the cows they have to actually move the cows to somebody else's farm on higher land far away and then they, they milk them they're okay so it's okay. the cows are okay and then what what, what apparently is the system is that they, they milk the cows on, on those farms and the milk oh. pays for the rent of the cows on that farm so okay. when everything dries up, they can come back. But again, they're not making income from these cows at the moment, um, which is Wait, and so they're not they making income from all the milk. They don't even. Well, they don't like I think if there's a portion of it, if, if if there's a difference, I mean, I think the rent is twenty five. It's five pounds a day per cow. I don't know how much milk a cow produces, but that's one way to do the math. I get the feeling that in Colombia that. I get the feeling that they're making a huge loss basically on these cows at the moment. Okay, okay. And, and also their land is completely flooded. It's not productive. So mm. they're having a tough time. And on top of which, so, so we're, so we're passing these gates. We're actually opening farm gates. Like you would go on a hike and closing farm gates mm. behind us, but floating on a boat. Whilst you're on a boat. Yeah. yeah. Everything's green around us. Birds everywhere. Crazy. Fishing nets mm. now running inside farms and pulling up fishing nets and all these okay. fish inside them. So, so that's kind of... I guess fish can make... Could, uh, farmers could start fishing as well. So, so one advantage is that they can start fishing like on their farms, but the other disadvantage is, of course, that now the fish are spread in a much wider area. So it's actually harder for them to fish. Good fish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so again, something that makes it very tough. And these houses... The clearly were built for some form of flooding because they're these huge, they're built on these huge concrete slabs, huge concrete slabs. But the best houses were even like one or two centimeters now away from flooding. Um, oh, really? And the less good houses, they you could see them, they already had tables stacked inside, like platforms. People were living on the platforms yeah. now inside their house. Um, because yeah. every single time the water increased, they have to add more platforms and eventually I asked them what are you going to do when that just can't do that anymore they said we just have to move leave um go back to Montpoz the town go with a cousin something very very matter of fact very kind of with us with without any kind of sense of is it something they've experienced before I think whenever I spoke to, to people that were living in Montpoz about yeah about yeah their cousins and their family in this part um we, we spoke to these people directly too as well in their houses but mm -hmm. but 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 it's, it's it's a different kind of insight so when we talk to the, the, the family members in Montpoz, they just said yeah they're very resilient people they're very resilient they're they're, resilient. they're, 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 they're okay. used to you know nature giving them an extremely hard time basically and mm. it doesn't get them down um, even though they did say there's a lot of suffering. For example, uh, dengue has exploded in that region now, and children have dengue. This is a lot of suffering. Because of the flooding. Because of just sheer tons and tons of water. And in the farms, it's stagnant water too, right? So it's, it's not even... Yeah. With like pigs swimming around. It's actually, I mean, it's kind of... I mean, it's, uh, that, that was kind of cute moment. Let's uh, just see this pig just fishing, <laughs> all swimming around. Um, fishing? Because it's munching on it on like roots, munching on like fish that it can catch. Yes, 
anything. It's just like okay. going around now, like these pigs like floating around the water everywhere as you're going <laughs> on these boats. Um, <laughs> I, I think from the pig's perspective, it's, it's a happy, crazy world. But um, but from mm-hmm. obviously the people's perspective, it's I mean, it's 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 a disaster. And they would say they're suffering a lot, but they are resilient. When you talk to them, you when, when they'll call out, like, you know, hey, how are you doing? Because they're because they're all know each other from the houses they're like yeah 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 i'm fine thanks to god and like you look at their circumstance you're just thinking in britain in britain if you ask me how i'm doing on a on a normal day i'd say not bad (laughs) you know there there ain't no positivity in me on a normal day (laughs) and they're they're saying like we're doing great And, and, and you could hear it that it wasn't just a phrase or thing it was actually like yeah i'm fine i'm fine it's amazing thanks to god how so i mean yeah. that that like brings up like so many like uh like questions in my head you know it's like yeah is it is is a fact that they they're soft they're used to that kind of suffering that allows them to be so resilient and therefore have a better and i don't know whether they have a better, better outlook or it's just that they don't react to to these these you know things yeah. that happen to them the, these sort of terrible circumstances yeah. but they're they're just so res- resilient that they're just taking on the chin they just see it as just normal life and they get on with it it's like it's like with a smile on their face i don't know yeah, with a smile, because I, th- I think one one way to what it isn't is that they're apathetic so one one way you one one could interpret this is like there's a lot of stuff happening yeah. to them and they just stopped yeah, caring yeah. which is not true they are they are working on improving their lives constantly I, and i think that's what it so is in not, order to stay positive either. there's not apathy but in order to stay positive you just can't you can't dwell on the things you can't control and they've and and, yeah. and they're in an environment which constantly every five years they can't control this is just my interpretation yeah. and this is the culture that's come from it it, it seems maybe relaxed to us um and and they mm-hmm. are very relaxed people that's why it's really weird that freddie was like 3 p.m but at the same time they have a sense of resilience i think that's the word that is unfathomable to us because if we don't get something on time on, a, on, a, on a, yeah. we're so comfortable that it actually bothers us and ruins five minutes of our lives, maybe longer if you're a different kind of person. Well, I guess I guess that's because for us, everything in our environment basically runs on against the clock, right? Time. That's why time is so important. Yeah. Whereas these guys, they are the how they measure time probably is just because they're so in tune with the environment. Mm. They and that's also a reason why they're so used to, they're probably so resilient as well, because they're so, it's an, it's part of the negative, it's part of the positive. So they're so in tune mm. with the environment that they, when the, when this shit happens, they're used mm. to it. They know it's coming. They're used to mm. it because, and when, and when they know when to take advantage of the right circumstances as well, because they're so in tune with it. So it's like, you know, like give and take kind of like attitude, I guess. So, you know, it's like, yeah, this shit happens, but we know when to mm. make it great as well. And, and we just, just wait for that day. It's just making me think as well, like, like, like also how hardcore these. So I, I'll get into a little bit about what the night with the fishmen were like, but I think they're just way more hardcore people as well. Mm. Uh, mm. In general, but. <clears throat> Man, I'm, I'm really like it, it was it was it was really sad sometimes because that I asked them like what what can we what 
what can be so like for example there was there was one house that's wooden it was just wasn't the concrete house you're talking about and they had chickens that were like basically now in the roof they and they, had, they they only had the roof left and next step was they were going to be kicked up but it was also really bad circumstance in generally because you had wood it was rotting you only had the roof left surrounded by stagnant water some other places didn't have stagnant water they were luckier so they actually had fresh fish flowing through but the, this place was like completely black the water around it um oh my God. and so and, lots of mosquitoes then and yeah that's tons, what dengue fever was tons and tons like of mosquitoes and and uh and didn't see that they 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 they, they, they need a lady these fishermen but they didn't um they asked how she's doing and she's like yeah great and so and uh and really she's, yeah. she's doing great thanks to god oh yeah god. and wow. i i couldn't help but to ask like i, I knew it's a kind of like a few dollar question because i'm not going to be able to solve this but one can't yeah. help but to ask what can anyone do to help and they found those questions weird they found those questions weird and even when we in the morning when we were having coffee with one of the fishermen's uncle uh, cousins and i was asking them about like what do, what are you going to do like What's, what's next for you what's they just they they didn't really get my question it was just because mm. i think it was just so matter of fact for them like yeah this is happening what yeah yeah we're fishing now we don't grow the plantain and yeah like well, <laughs> I, that's just what's happening yeah your yeah, my yeah. questions were coming from a place which just just didn't make much sense to them until i think at some point at the seventh time i asked in a different way and the fisherman one of the guys that we were with translated it um and it's like oh yeah and i thought it was coming like a big plan or it's like oh yeah um we'll just wait <laughs> until it gets better <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> or we'll just go to my cousin's house or like you know it's like, oh wow okay there's such a there's such an amazing like perspective dude there was like, money to have they, those guys shared with us sorry like it's just because all these things are coming to me it is and they they, they shared with us coffee that morning uh, coffee with sugar sugar is not only you don't just come across that so shows coffee with sugar they uh, a fruit a cherry moja fruit and smiling what? hanging out happy and they didn't even ask us for anything in return i mean i'm hoping what's going to really? happen is that when we, we we paid one of the guys a good amount and he's going to distribute that amongst anyone who was a part of the trip um but it's up to him how he does that right and 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 I, I, he think he's a fair guy so that, that's kind of what we hope but nobody asked for anything nobody asked for tips like wow genuine people that's so amazing mm. that's unbelievable honestly mm. wow like it like makes me feel a bit like kind of yeah emotional um, yeah, yeah for sure Go somewhere where literally they've like lost everything mm. and then and mm. still just like still sharing you. yeah still yeah. sharing but you know, you know, actually, I, I was I was listening to something recently. Like one of the things to actually even just boost, like if you can see it from completely like a scientific view, I think it's mm. serotonin and dopamine mm. to burst or serotonin and dopamine across your head is um is gratitude, but not not mm. giving gratitude, gratitude, but receiving gratitude. Mm. And apparently that like really elevates um sense of of well-being, happiness. But mm. it's 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 like no we is measurable and it has been measured that you know it sounds quite like hippie-ish or something that gratitude 
is something they released open, but it's actually like they've measured it basically. Mm. And yeah, and mm. it must be uh, something that they're doing as well. Giving each other gratitude, yeah. giving each other that stuff. Yeah, maybe it makes sense mm. if that if that works, that that would become a kind of like a strategy that the unconscious strategy, just something that works that they continue to do yeah, culturally. Yeah. yeah yeah well i don't know it doesn't necessarily have to be a strategy but it's just it's just something that just shows that is yeah. something that should be done on a regular basis you know and shouldn't be um, something that is like like uh seen as a kind of like uncool or hippie thing to do it's actually like scientifically shown to yeah. release more dopamine in your brain and make you feel happy make you feel good make you feel good make you because because one of the things about long-term planning is i think the amount of serotonin you have so you're only mm-hmm. able to, you know, stop being impulsive and start to work with the kind of like to have enough positivity to like, you know, work for the long term. Not having a reward now, make a plan reward for the long term. Yeah, uh, yeah. is is to have enough serotonin. I think these well, guys need, to, exactly have, need to have a long term. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're not looking for a reward. They all this stuff happens to them, and they're still like planning ahead for when they can actually make it up. In. Yeah, this, and they don't panic awesome. over it. They don't panic mm-hmm. over it. But then, sorry, I've completely like given like a kind of like scientific kind of breakdown. Oh, this is the reason why. Yeah, it's not reductionist for these people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but, but I, I mean, it's a perspective. It's, yeah, it's I no, but it, I, 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 I don't emphasize that point. I think just the just the mm. resilience and just seeing it from like a, an emotional point of view like gives it far more like meaning. I would say at least anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, um. So I don't know where I was with the story before, but basically, this, 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 we, we we docked the boat. We got another bigger boat at somebody's house, um, and they were almost flooded. And we, we dropped off one kid. He was like, "No, don't take me away. We're going on an adventure too." And then another kid jumped on the boat, <laughs> and they had to take that kid off. It's the same boat. That's one centimeter off the the water. Level. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My God. Okay. <laughs> and, but then we get a bigger boat as well much bigger boat um and so now we have two and then we, we we go off in a set of two and i'm thinking hey sun's about to set we're off we're gonna finally make it to the lake because we're, we're trying to go go to these big what they call sienagas these big wide lakes you know you know and i said the whole landscape of these lakes we're trying to get into that kind of space and 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 and, and live like a fisherman and i was like okay so let's let's let's, let's get out there and it's like oh no we went to somebody else's house they gave us life jackets i was like this is a decathlon trip this is a trip to the to, to the supermarket before going on a hike you know you pick it up all your gear and just sort of floating around this town they're like oh this lady just turns up she gives you the life jackets i'm like okay cool um <laughs> that's good and it's like all right we're, we're now we're going to the lake because there's storm clouds i was like hey guys what are those things they're like oh yeah those are storm clouds um It'll be later. Don't worry about it. I was like, "Do you have a plan B?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just be on somebody's farm, and we'll just we'll just get out." Because so, so what's plan A? It's like sleep in the canoes, like fishermen. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> so we just spend all night in these canoes. <laughs> it's okay. Wow. Um, that's, that's but these are bigger ones, at least, right? Well, my friend's still on the small one. <laughs> I just got out of it though. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would be terrified. One. I'm I, I I move around in my sleep. If I was in like the one that's one centimeter off the surface of the water, <laughs> the water level, I would. That's exactly be why I, I put on my day. life jacket. My, my mate was like, "We don't uh, need these life jackets." Of course, okay. We don't need these life jackets. We can swim. And I was like, "Yeah, but 
if I roll out at that night, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to float. <laughs> yeah. So the <laughs> Cayman can get me afterwards. Hey, yeah, exactly. And uh, well, that that was interesting. That part too. So so there, there's 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 a bit of a story that involves uh, Cayman. Um, but so so this realization dawns. There's a storm um, coming on. We can feel. Wait. There's a storm coming and you're sleeping in the canoes. This is what I'm trying to say to the guy. What's the plan B? What's the plan B? He's like, oh, we'll sleep on top of this farm. But we didn't know at that point if the storm was going to, where that storm's going. Yeah. Anyway, we do another stop. And it's dark now. Because <laughs> this is, I mean, remember, Freddie dumped us at 3.30. And since then, we've planned a trip and sunsets at 6. And we've, and we've done all this stuff. And now the sunset is dark. And we end up docking again, getting off. And now there's a shop and a road. And oh, wow, this is cool. I kind of want to just stay here right now. <laughs> I like the road. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the road is flat and hard. And yeah, flat and hard, dry. And, yeah. and um you go to the shop it's dark they got no electricity that's why we didn't get burned by the uh by the by the cables that are all around these uh, <laughs> the flooded part and we're like okay um food uh cheese bread i've got nothing just got crisps and some biscuits mm. all right we'll get some biscuits and then we saw this guy going down with this long cigar and we're like what's that and he's like that's a fisherman cigar so okay if that's a fisherman cigar we've got to have a fisherman cigar as well and so um <laughs> We, we 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 buy some. It's actually just a leaf of tobacco that's been rolled. So it's not like a proper cigar, but and it costs like five. But there's cents. nothing inside. Is it's, it's yeah, it's it's something inside. I mean, it's it's just tobacco. It's just pure tobacco. But it tastes really good, man. It tasted yeah. my my friend who's into cigars. Um, actually said it. It even though like the way it um. When, when you when you suck on it, it, it doesn't like uh, I don't know what the terminology is for cigars, but, but it doesn't suck like a normal cigar. <laughs> when you draw on it, it doesn't draw like a normal cigar. Yeah, uh, draw. Yeah, but um, toke. Toke. no, I think that's that's toke, for something toke, else. Toke, toke, toke. <laughs> I think that's uh, it's just a verb. Kind of... It's just the verb. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but. Um, but he said it tasted as good as a high quality cigar in, in the UK. And we, we bought okay. a few, they're, they're five cents each. The, the nicotine kept the hunger away. The smoke kept the, I mean, you, you're on, on, like literally it's dark. You've got these boats floating around now. And it's got these like cherries. There's these fishermen just with these long cigars, these cherries floating around at this point. It's, and we're like, mm -hmm. we've, we've got to be a part of that. <laughs> you but can it see also, them everywhere. Yeah, you can start to see these cherries just popping around. And, um, we had uh and it kept the mosquitoes. In case away. anyone's confused, I think he means like the cherry of the cigarette. Yeah, the, 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 the red light, yeah, the red <laughs> cinder. The, yeah. Like just again, everyone's like wondering why there are cherries everywhere. The, I mean, <laughs> these yeah, these cigars were about like I don't know, seven, eight inches or eight, nine inches long. They're really long. And you got these like mm. these little red dots basically lit up um <laughs> uh floating around everywhere. And yeah, they, they, they kept the mozzies away, they kept the hunger away, and they kept they kept the fishermen warm at night. So it kept you a bit awake as well. They're quite strong in nicotine. So we bought a few of those, and that's it. Now it's dark, and we head out finally to the lake. And when we get there, it's 
phenomenal. It's this huge, wide thing. You have all this kind of like reedy stuff, this marshy stuff, and then you break out of that, um, and you're in this wide open expanse of water, and there's five of these lakes around as well. So, so you see a little bit of land. This is across these lakes lake. are permanent lakes as well, right? These are yeah, like yeah, yeah, new, yeah. New bodies. They're, of water. Okay. they're bigger than they should be now, of course, because everything is getting kind of flooded. But, yeah. um, but Immense, yeah, absolutely. Regardless immense regardless mm. there's big bodies of water and you're just floating in this huge body of water now and there's fireflies all around you it's well wow. how's my friend's got this like fisherman cigar and there's cherries floating along i'm touching the water I'm like yeah we made it and the water's warm and it's so good and then <laughs> i start seeing these fireflies across the sky how it's like Where's that warm breeze coming from? It's like, I don't know, man. Oh, but no. normally a warm breeze and a wide body of water with clouds nearby implies that there's something about to happen. I asked <laughs> the fisherman, should you be worried? And he's like, nah, no problem. They should know. Come later. Yeah, they should know. So it's like, they should know. This is fine. How's a sailor guy? He spent the whole like three days just staring up at the sky constantly predicting when a storm's going to hit at some point he goes two minutes and just puts on his rain 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 cover and i'm just like i don't know what that means because this is like sailor talk and was he right just means yeah no time later boom he's got this huge gust of wind the boat's being pushed towards the reeds now uh we could just get jammed in those and get stuck overnight um at best scenario uh, otherwise, we capsize. Whatever, so it's, shit's gone down, right? It's, all of How these firefighters sailors don't know this, but your friend did. They were saying um, we expected it to come later, but my friend, I think, oh. was like watching the clouds because we were worried about them, and he he and 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 he knew like uh, when, when it switched. So he was constantly looking at it. Yeah, and I asked and I asked the guy. So when do we have to get worried? When, when, when is when is it windy and that's bad to when we have to get worried? He says, when it starts to rain, because that, of course, means the clouds above you. Um, and, yeah. you know, lightning's going to come down, like all sorts of shit's going to go down. And then yeah. I actually said uh, raining. Uh, of voice <laughs> to my wife at this point, like, oh, it's all fine. You, yeah. La, la, la. yeah, no, no, because I, I, I really just didn't, I wasn't worried at that point. I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, there's, there's stuff happening, but it doesn't mean it's going to go, like, there's no rain yet. So it's, it doesn't mean things are going to go bad. I mean, you know, yeah. put the phone away, starts to read. <laughs> 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 and then, and then you yeah. see these fishermen like switch, like, oh God. So he starts to paddle with this because they didn't bring extra oars. He starts to paddle with their hands, trying to get to like oh. shore. Um, Hal is sat there bailing the, the boat out, his little boat that's a centimeter off the side. He's like, all right, the water out of his boat. I do the same at this point when I see him doing it. Like, oh, that's a really good idea, man. Like we, we need to, if, if we if we can't if we can't contribute like to actually pushing this thing along we can at least contribute to it floating right um yeah yeah there's a light in the distance we're racing towards this light as this rain's coming down more and more heavily and the boat's like starting to swing in the in, in the waves and oh we pass God. through these reeds and it gets jammed in the reeds because it's dark right and we get jammed in these reeds and we get jammed again and they're, they're like we can't go through this way we, we can't pass so we come out back into the water Go 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 round. You're standing, game. huh? You're standing. We're standing. You got out. 
No, 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 no. Oh, we, we, we come out of that oh, like, greedy place. The, the really place. We, we backed up. We backed up. Okay. Found a way back out into the water. Yeah, and then came came back oh, around on, on another side. And and this is all why it's quite wavy as well. It's, it's it's really gusty. It's really windy. Like we're having to really fight to not get pushed and, and get stuck in all these reeds oh, and stuff on the side. Yeah, we need to be close by them to have like enough, like of a break. We can't be in the main water right yeah. so we'll just get thrown around so you have to be near them but we have to also resist getting stuck in them. and it's dark yeah, you know, yeah. Nobody can even see what's coming up so every now and then we're jamming into them and um so so there's a huge body of open water to our left in this case all the reeds are on the right but you know we can't see them we keep, keep on some of them come out in front and we get jamming them. finally make it to um to, I don't have a range or anything on armside this point, except I'm going to get wet. I just we just need to keep on going and stay focused and, and get to the uh, to get 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 to shore. Um, and we do. And like, oh, I forgot to say that like, whilst whilst all this is happening, like there's lightning strikes all around us in 360. Cool. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Close. <laughs> I mean, big, like you can, I mean, I don't, I don't know how close they were, but really clear and visible. Like, oh my God, that sounds <laughs> terrifying. Like, it's <laughs> coming to the ground. It's like, you know. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> and uh, uh, how wide did they look? Like a meter wide. across? I, I have no idea how to predict them, but they were, they were, they were, they were, they were, they were like, sizable things in, in your view yeah. that lit up they lit up the whole lake so i, I, I could finally see oh, my, my fisherman guide <laughs> every now and then i was like oh there's your face <laughs> so, so much <laughs> light <laughs> and it was happening all around the 360 and even oh. hal at this point was confused because he was like when, when when you're going sailing it's normally coming from one direction and it's like here it's come from every direction i can't even tell which way like which storm's going to come at us next and uh and but we 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 do make it to shore we do um find a a farm actually and we, and we do manage to um take you know dry off uh how and I brought a couple of bottles of wine. I don't know why we thought that was a good idea, but it was a great timing to work with the mouse. <laughs> so we're like drinking wine. So you things. just stayed at a farmer's place? Yeah, just 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 initially just the dogs were going farmer. crazy. Yeah, I, I think I think this was a farm of one of the they're all friends. They're all friends. Yeah. The farmer wasn't oh, there, okay. he was in Montpoz and um we, we, we just crashed out there full of mosquitoes, tons. Because whenever it was raining, they all kind of took shelter as well underneath the dry parts. Oh. Um, oh no! Yeah, so you were sleeping with loads of mosquitoes around you. Like, yeah, but we didn't alive. have a tent or anything. We're just like lying on the floor with all these. I just put my waterproof over my face and just, just, just oh, tried to pass the night with all this like thunder and lightning, which went on for hours, and it kept on going on until about six a.m. Um, different bar. My blast. God, wow. these fishermen were like, "Did you have the... scabies at this point as well?" <laughs> no, are you really gonna? Yeah, I did. It was itchy. <laughs> From another trip, I contracted oh scabies. Sorry, I just, I really have to just imagine like the struggle you were going through at this point in time. Like, because my skin was scabies. also hot and wet, yeah, and and covered in plastic and then mosquitoes. And uh, at that point, it was oh quite, quite bad. The scabies, and yeah, so, and wet, I guess, and, and wet and just like really humid. itchy, freaking skin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, because the and thing was maybe, outside, maybe lightning and rain outside. Maybe if I was just 
you know, an indoor place. And because the rain cools things down, right? The lake water was so mm. warm initially. But um, the lake cools things down, but the thing, the, sorry, the rain. But the thing is, when you're wrapping yourself up to prevent the mosquitoes from getting you, and you've yeah. got the humidity, yeah, it was bad. Um, I struggled so to sleep. But what it meant is that at 2 a.m. we went on a night walk because nobody could sleep. Apart from my friend Hal, he was sleeping like a freaking horse. Like All the fishermen were like, <laughs> where does he come from? Why is he able to do this? <laughs> he was snoring. <laughs> really? Yeah, he missed everything. He woke up in the morning like, <laughs> guys, there weren't many mosquitoes at night. That was really good. It's like, are you <laughs> so he was the least popular person the next day. Oh, they, oh, they, 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 they loved him. Uh, he's, 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 he's a really lovely yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, but he, they found him funny, like you know, like um, yeah, I could fascinating imagine. rather, just like how. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> wish just, we could do that. I'm just storing through all of this, waking up and then nothing <laughs> happened. Um, <laughs> and also predicting, predicting the storm and. Yeah, exactly. They're like, you should join our tribe. Yeah. Oh, join our village. So we did a little night walk. I, I, I think he'd be an honorary member for sure. Um, so we went did a little night walk uh, instead, and there was like these little cute yellow birds perched in the tree, like just like chilling out, sleeping. Um, there was an iguana, big iguana too, like in one of the trees. I can see why the iguana is there because it'd be so easy just to pick it off the tree and have dinner. Um, oh, really? They eat iguanas there. Yeah, 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 and they just—they just—they can just catch them, like just pick. I mean, them it just up seems so easy away. because I'm just standing underneath it with a light. I'm just thinking, if this was a gun, like an arrow or something, you—that's it. <laughs> like you know. Okay, it's not like they're just like you can pick them up and they just won't resist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think they—they they strike you. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> okay. Very chilled out creatures. Um, and then we, we stepped over the barbed wire fence, and we had mm. a look at the lake. And first of all behind me there's a little like i don't even know what you'd call it it's like more flooded farms but um a part of it was just coming out uh, underneath and, and around some trees like a big puddle basically but the puddle is connected to like more water further down and uh in there we shone the light and you can see little baby came in like like maybe two three inches long like floating around oh, so swimming. Cool. yeah and then we're like oh this was the mother came in so must be a mother one, right? We we shone the light some more to look for the to see if we saw other came in. And the thing is, with Cayman, you know that they're there because of the reflection of their eye, and you know how mm. big they are because of the size of their eye. So the size of their eye yeah. is proportional to their body. And there were some big eyes. So the guy was like, "These are some four meter Cayman, like out there, um, oh, floating wow. around on the on on the edge." Four meter, yeah, big, big, big ones. And you could just see them like moving, see the eyeball moving in the dark, you know, when you shine, shine the light wow. across across the lake, you know, because he didn't like it. But obviously, must, but usually, light to his eye. Yeah. Mm. But usually, like next to when you see like baby ones, there's a mother one nearby as well, right? I think the eggs, they, I, I don't know exactly the the, 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 the the life cycle, but yeah, I think, I think the eggs, they, um, because often you see like these the pictures of croco crocodiles. I'd maybe I get. I would assume that came and probably have some similar kind of like. Yeah, thing, actually, but, you know they're they like do, on the back right? of the mother crocodiles and stuff. Yeah, 
or, or, or the mother crocodile will like collect them into her, her mouth and then transport them to another her place, mouth. which is like yeah. safer or yeah. something or got more food or something. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, I haven't seen. I remember watching that as a, like in an animal documentary when yeah. I was young. You know, That's they're the digging same. them up and Attenborough. Trying, yeah, I, but I haven't seen that in a recent documentary no, for a long no. time. No, yeah, yeah, it made uh-huh. me think of. So, well, this crocodiles yeah. or alligators? Do I don't that. know because you, I mean, so so caiman, I believe, are related to crocodiles. So they're their own little group, but they're related more close to crocodiles than they are to alligators. But alligators, crocodiles, mm. and caiman are all. <laughs> Uh, part of the same, not sure exactly, but they, they group together somehow. Um, they just, yeah, yeah, different genuses, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we, we passed the night, the morning came, and we were out by 5 a.m. first, first sunlight because nobody was sleeping and uh, and, and and got on the water. There was another storm starting, um, so. We ended up docking off at one of his cousin's houses, having that conversation and having that coffee whilst whilst it's continuing. Our guide was hungry at this point, and he really wanted a specific fish, like called a yellow mohara. Um, and he, he went off on his boat whilst it was raining, just trying to look for this fish, trying to put out some nets and catch some catch something. Not successful, obviously. It's only like thirty minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it's so, kind of so interesting because these you, people like. You know, we we can't be bothered sometimes to walk down to the supermarket to get some. <laughs> this guy is like, oh, I want, I fancy eating this. Let me yeah, try and catch it in, in a catch storm yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> I just go for it. Like, um, my God, so... that's, what it's, that's what it's come to. Yeah, it's much much more hardcore people than we are. Um, yeah. Easy peasy, yeah. Like 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 you know, mentally, physically, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, so so that's how we pass the night. So I have to go back at some point, I think maybe in January, and try and pass the night in the canoe in that same area. Now that we have the contacts and we have uh, friends and stuff, friendships made, I think I think it'd be an even better experience, and um, mm-hmm. maybe come with something that I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think I think coming and visiting and providing some economic value for their work is the most I can possibly do. Um, anyway, yeah. you know, so, yeah, I mean, and genuine Chet thing to Venture do. tourism to <clears throat> experience this. Chet, yeah, you need to <laughs> go on a Chet Venture to, to, to make something like that happen. But you know what? I was thinking, like, we should we should definitely do something seminal. We should do, we should do like, a big Chet Venture adventure ourselves something that nobody else has done before or, or so in a way that nobody's done before uh, mm. i don't know what's going to be but i certainly think we should start brainstorming about it on this podcast mm. you know? yeah i mean i guess a lot of people probably wouldn't go for um staying in a farm in the middle of a storm in a place with loads of mosquitoes everywhere that might would be you? a hard one to sell would you huh would you uh, i I would do that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The whole experience sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about our yeah. But exactly. it's not it's not it's not something that is easy to sell <laughs> still because that's quite an extreme experience. But the thing is, you know, the thing is mm. we we say this about about uh our society, like you know, mm. like oh people can't bother to go uh mm. for to the supermarket and these guys are like doing this. But I think humans in general, regardless of where you're from, are quite resilient creatures anyway. 
we, I think if, if anything history shows us that like you, you're humans that can be put in like the worst conditions and still mm. survive, you know, they can go from one, one extreme, which is basically like complete, like, like, uh, uh, you know, go from positions of wealth and, and, you know, basically be able to have survive in luxury to then being in the most extreme stress and mm. surviving, you know? Like, I don't know, for example, like the Holocaust, something, you know, people, very wealthy people before, then suddenly oh, that's in these like in these terrible conditions, but somehow mm. surviving. Like people, humans have that, have that capability. It's quite surprising, actually. So I think, you know, even even most people, if they were then to go out, out there, very much out of their comfort zone to this place where, you know, you're literally in a storm. Yeah. You know, very humid place, surrounded by mosquitoes. Yeah. It's something at that time place when you're actually there and you're experiencing it's just like mm. oh, well then i just got to go through it and try and get some sleep if i can and get some or sleep. you're just one of those people that just knocks out so i fuck it <laughs> yeah like how i mean yeah, yeah I, I, I think that's really interesting and i think maybe the, the the component which connects the two things is that i didn't anticipate it like it's i mean I mean, the example given was a holocaust i don't want to use that as the reference point but like it's, it's it, it wasn't like it was a, a situation set to the people and then they responded yeah and um, which is which yeah. is incredible and it's just it i mean in in that sense i wouldn't go on a trip where somebody said there's a lot of mosquitoes it's a horrible time but we, we we went on one kind of a trip to understand the life of a fisherman like to spend a day with fishermen and see what that's like and then yeah. the reality hit and we just had to get to the other side of it right and um, yeah and yeah in that sense probably that's that's where it that's where it came from like just like it is what it is i mean as i'm, I'm talking about as a tourist not 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 as a or as an adventure or whatever you want to call it not not as a fisherman mm -hmm. because for them that's just their life you know yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's just another day um but but for us yeah. when that discomfort comes i think yeah that's the best thing you can do just 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 kind of find a way to get to the other side of it because i mean it wasn't even that bad we knew that the next day we'll be back in Montpaz anyway yeah there are those yeah. trips where it's like a proper jungle trip you're out there for some period of time and you don't you don't know when the discomfort is going to exactly end um yeah. and that's harder psychologically um yeah but anyway our thing whatever that's going to be we'll figure it out but i think it should be a grand adventure and uh yeah yeah where could it be that's uh, fun. That's part of the fun of the, of uh, deciding as well. That's part of the adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure it'll come together partly spontaneously. Partly. As long as it's in Japan and I don't have to fly anywhere. No, I'm joking. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm, I might be flying to India in, in January. So, yeah, maybe maybe that's where we... Halfway. Potentially. Potentially, yeah. India. Anyway, mm. I think that's all for me. Well, I today. think that's good. Well, I think that's a good place to leave it because... Uh, I think we've made a nice little point there, a nice little conclusion. Did we? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say we did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like what it's concluded. Like? <laughs> yeah. It concluded itself. And besides, it is now... Ooh, it's not too bad. Quarter to one. That's Your usually, time. like, what night owls go to sleep anyway, but yeah. Okay. I need to get rid of this Yeah, jet lag. Anyway, uh, yeah, mine.
Well, <laughs> I just saluted yeah. for people yeah. that can't see the video. Yeah, yeah. he's so right. tired now. Uh, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, I guess until the next one, I think that's going to be, who knows, maybe about your your thinking about uh, the UK and Japan. You just came back from there. So we'll, 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 we'll maybe riff on that. Yeah, try and, try and get some yeah. perspective over those two countries. Very cool. Or maybe go, I'm going to the same festival that you attended. Uh, uh, yeah, that's way more interesting. I, Let's I'm talk about that. To at least, anyway. All right. Wait, yeah. Oh, yeah, and you plan to go to some sort of crazy <laughs> mountain in Japan too. Yeah, let's just talk about I that. I am stuff. planning to do that right. as well. Next yeah. time. So I'm going to try and get out there. Okay, cool. Get out there, mate. Until the next <laughs> one, then. <laughs> okay. Ciao. Bye. Oh, and to the audience. Thank you for listening as always you have to become better at this. <laughs> yes uh, uh anything that you want to uh want to reach out to us the email is info at chipventure.com the, the website is chipventure.com we have a we have a twitter and and what be really cool is if you can sign up to the newsletter because you're going to start sending out some stuff twice a week and we like to communicate with you directly and start to form this community properly did you yeah. did you already say follow us on, on twitter and uh, instagram twitter, instagram all that stuff but Mainly, I would say, yeah, well, all of it, but mainly the newsletter because then we can be more direct. We can we can communicate more mm. directly. Yeah. All right. Well, lovely channel. Until the next one. Okay. See you later. Roll the music. <laughs>